Downloads of this show are available on Potomatic.com and the Potomatic mobile app. I'm the most savage with it, the most hungry for this, the most likely to win it, cause most can't ignore this, the most underrated, the most fuck you pay me, I guess what I'm saying is that I really do love the most, this is hard knives, fighting to get all tired, getting better every day, searching for some growth, my mama working too hard, but I can't fuck with no job, I'm in the field still, switching my approach, I got drop top dreams, hitting non-stop threes for the team, watch me kill it in the You know what's obvious that I do this for the coast. It's the culture that made me. Queens turned me to a man. I don't nothing can face me. I've been building this bus in the hardest city to do it. On the scene, people tell us MDC is the truest. Atlanta to the top spot. Running this music. We got to build this back from the ground. No more excuses. We got the best in the world. Like the homie Ben Lewis. Telling Brendan if a trap gone. Break out the nooses. They been sleeping on us like narcoleptics. Spoken like an antiseptic. Now boasting just that investment. So mean when I hate these records Too much effort, nah, this can't be counterfeited Ayy, y'all be scared to stand out Y'all be trying to fit in I'm 2.30 dry, still jumping up the stage, man Everything I do is wet Watch me hit the rain dance You got a team, but you ain't got no game plan At the switch, the kill switch EP on the way, man, there's more for me I ain't dipping, I'm diving, focusing on business I'm trying to explode the scene This shit is a vibe of dopamine I'm just moving that product This like paid in full, but none of us is actors We some pushers with some malice at the eclipse on all you rappers, so caught up in egos, that's that shit I can't adapt to, thinking too divisive, y'all won't never be a factor, to elevate the game, I gotta elevate my mind, I know the cost of this ain't free, I'm just here to pay the fines. Yes, 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 good afternoon, the time. It's 5 p.m. and you already know what it is. It's time for Ben Talks with the best in the world, as my guy Serge so eloquently put it in the song. And I'm not alone today. I got a very special guest host with me from the Soul Boom podcast. Addie is in the building. What's going on, Addie? I'm doing well. Amen. You found a place, all right? It's cold as hell. It's brick, as the kids would say. It definitely is. Yeah. I almost got blown away. Yeah, the wind, uh, the wind was definitely slapping me around <laughs> um, when I was out there. And I didn't appreciate it. You got to get your stance right. Well, you never know. It took me by surprise. I was, I was, I stepped out the car and the door swung open, and I was like, "Oh no, this well, is this is not good. <laughs> this is this. I wasn't ready for this." Um, yeah. You know what? I wanted to ask you a question. I wanted to, I wanted to start with a with a with a um a little anecdote, a little story, because I want to know if I if I let my black people down. Okay. Um, I went to a liquor store. It was like uh, Tuesday, right? And I had a Philadelphia Eagles hat on, and and you'll find out why that's important later on. But I walk into the liquor store, I go and I purchase whatever I was getting, and the guy looks at me. He's a white cashier, and he goes, "We don't serve your kind here." <laughs> and I kind of looked at him, and I was like, "Excuse me," and he just like he kind of just laughed it off, and he he said it because he is a Dallas Cowboys fan. I'm a Philadelphia Eagles fan. Obviously, I had the hat on. Dead. They're rival teams. So I kind of just took the joke. And I was just like, oh, ha, ha, I get it. I want to know. I felt Afterwards, I left. I was like, damn, maybe I should have like told him, like, yo, don't ever make that joke again. 
did I, I want to know did I, did I let did I let my people down or did I handle it the right way? Because I just wanted to buy my shit and get up out of there. Really? You know, I think you did what was best for you. Huh. I'll, yeah. I'll say that. I, f- I forgot all about now, the cause. Right, exactly. <laughs> now, for the community at large, I don't know. Oh, no. But for you, so that you could live another day. It's the only liquor store in the neighborhood. My, I just want to throw that in there. I don't right. know if it's important to the story, but it's the only liquor store in the neighborhood. So Right. And you know how these uh, white thugs be. So, <laughs> And I do live in a predominantly uh, white area. So, you know, yeah, we I don't want to wake up with no uh, crosses burning on my front. Okay. like that. Right. But, you know, I was like, damn, maybe I let maybe I let my peoples down. Mm-hmm. But I, we'll forgive a- you. Okay. Thank you. And I'll Good. speak on behalf of me. So. Okay. You have to ask the audience. Okay. Well, <laughs> audience, please forgive me. Um, as you know, uh, if, if you ain't tuned in last week, if you're expecting Miss Hazel or Deuce, they are no longer part of the show. Moving forward, it's just going to be me and Addie as much as she can uh, possibly be here. Woo. And whoever else I choose to uh, have guest co-host with me. That's just going to be what it is moving forward. We got a jam-packed show, Surviving R. Kelly. We got, uh, there's a lot of talking points off of that documentary in itself word a lot of things to talk about especially with the way those kind of situations pedophilia is handled in the black community we also want to talk are we going to get into uh jasmine barnes a seven-year-old who was shot and killed um in a case of what police believe to be mistaken identity um but we i do want to bring up now we've got some devastating news men we stay taking L's when it all comes, the time. When it comes, I'm glad to, you know. When it comes to divorce, when it comes to separations, because you guys usually cause it. Well, I wouldn't go as far as saying I that. I think but, uh, we should actually go as far as saying that. Yeah, well, somebody you know, pull up the data. Well, everyone's entitled to their opinions, <laughs> but you know, the data says that women often provoke men into uh, <laughs> right. cheating. <laughs> or and Pastor John Gray was like, you know, the devil made the him devil. Cheat. Is, <laughs> the, the devil fault. is a lie. Okay, so the, the devil the, is a lie. I forgot about John Gray because that, <laughs> I, I, yo, <laughs> man, my man. He is something else. Hey, when it, yeah, listen, when you cheat, you got Lambo money. Yeah, go get your wife a Lambo. Right, the angels came and told him about that one. What color was the Lambo? I didn't even see a picture of it. What color? Whatever was God led him. It to? must have been white. It had to be white <laughs> on white, white interior, white exterior, chrome uh, rims. It had to be right. <laughs> Man, my dad been a pastor for like thirty something years, and mm. he ain't never had no Lambo money. I right. don't know what the out. Listen, he listen, pops. You need to get in good with the devil, then. Hey, pops. Clearly, hey, listen. You <laughs> need to you need to do whatever John Gray been doing. <laughs> not not cheating on 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 moms, but you know. Right. But that was crazy. Uh, but I, I hope they work it out because you know, man, we always rooting for people to work it out. Oh, we ne- <laughs> I we don't never, think so. We never want them to break up. We always we always be like, yo, y'all gotta work it out. And I love, I love like how the conversation is like, you know, we fought for like our relationship. No, she fought. She fought to like move past the embarrassment and, well, you know, right. The pain and the horror. What? <laughs> that embarrassment. Is your, you, you think, you know, you, you grow up, you know, or whatever in the church and you finally get older and your, your man is a pastor and you're like, oh, thank God I don't got to deal with the same shit that these other girls got to deal with. And then lo and behold, the man who's committed himself to Jesus <laughs> as his like life's occupation well, gets overcome by the devil several times listen, and my- cheats on you publicly because <laughs> he's also a public pastor. <laughs> so, oh, um, listen, the, listen, yeah, all the I'm horror. Gonna say, all I'm going to say to that is the mind is willing. Get your but bags, the, sis. But the flesh, the flesh is so weak, okay? 
It's <sighs> y'all fault walking around with, with looking all, you know, women be walking around with all their curves and their makeup and stuff. It's y'all fault. But get, out, get out my face. I'm trying to be a good man. <laughs> get out my face. Get out of here. Yeah, man. It's y'all fault. Y'all make And that's why you should appreciate us. What? Listen. But uh, Jeff Bezos, my man, if, if, if somehow this gets to you, do whatever you can to make sure that y'all don't go through with this divorce. I mean, if you if you gotta build a doghouse and and literally sleep in it for the rest for for a couple years, months, whatever you gotta do, make it happen because you got you worth one hundred thirty seven billion, my my man. Please don't don't let that get split in half. So this is the come up of the century. I just want everybody to really it's understand what's about to it's happen. It's always been a come up. For, I mean, for the this woman is about to be the richest person in the world. Oh damn. Because this nigga don't know how to act. Like, imagine that. 25 years of marriage, right? This should be a cautionary tale and like... 25 years of marriage? Like, right? I just want to give her a round of applause for cleaning the fuck up. We're not going to do that here. No, we are. That's not necessary. (laughs) Put your hands together. (laughs) That's... that's, God, listen, Jeff. Jeff, you got all the money in the world. The, The difference between when rich people cheat and when us regular broke dudes cheat <laughs> is that you could throw so much money at the situation, you could blind her for long enough for her to fall in love with you again, okay? When us broke people cheat, we got we got to act like we sorry and stuff like that, you know? Right. Oh. Here's another piece of advice. You know, don't start the company with the person that you're going to cheat on, you know, because oh. that, that can't be good, uh, especially because typically women are the granted custody and... Um, are typically the primary parent. That means that you're yeah. probably going to have. What does child support look like when you're worth over a hundred billion dollars? <laughs> what does that actually? Hopefully, he's a smart billionaire. Look like? Because <laughs> hopefully, he's a smart billionaire has money in all different types of uh, uh, trusts <laughs> and and holdings and and stuff like that. I don't know. But I just I just want a small loan from either of them, and I'll stop talking about it. Listen, he that's would, how they could shut me up. Look, I don't know. I don't know what what one half of one hundred thirty seven billion is because I'm bad at math. But let me just get <laughs> one billion of that, and I'll be happy. Oh, that's it. That's, that's it. All I, you just, want. I just want one billion. That's it. I'm not greedy. How noble. I'm, I'm I'm not greedy. You know what I'm saying? I just want one billion. You know, so I don't have to work no more. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, I don't. I don't want to call this work, but you know, this is fun. Yeah. Now you know, just one billion. So I can then you sit. could replace me with somebody else. Well, you know, <laughs> I wasn't gonna go that far, but you know, could pay somebody else. You said it. Uh, 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 <laughs> You can finally get, you know, the actual Beyonce. I've been telling people I sound like Beyonce on the radio. So um, my oh, my friend just texted me and she said, I actually, well, look, she that's said these. I sound cute on the radio. So, um, okay. Okay. Well, that's all I'm really trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's trying to play me and imply got, that I'm not got, cute. You got a good in real voice. life. You Thank you. Voice. I have a, 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 what's a face for radio. <laughs> I've been told that plenty of times and uh, I disagree. It's okay. I'm beautiful. That's okay. all right. I like myself. I'm a beautiful man, if I must say so myself. But, uh, yeah, man, Jeff Bezos, do whatever you got to do, brother, to make sure that this divorce don't go through. <laughs> because it's cheaper to keep her. We in, all know in that. In this case, I mean, wow, that's really accurate. It's, it's cheaper to keep her. It's always cheaper to keep her. Even, Typically, yeah. Even that's for us, true. Even for us broke dudes, it's cheaper to keep her. Okay? Yeah. All right, man, let, let's, get into, let's get into the nitty-gritty of the oh show. Oh, my God. Man, listen, um, I thought... It was, it was a lot. Oh, one week from today, one week ago today, the first uh, two episodes of Surviving R. Kelly aired on Lifetime, and uh, I was like, "Yo, Shit show. you know." And I talked about it a little bit last week, and I, I was thinking, I was like, "Yo, I want to talk about this on my show next week," but I was like, "There's no way 
that this is still going to be relevant because the way social media the way the news cycle moves on mm-hmm. social media it goes by so fast but it's still relevant people still talking about it yep. which is perfect but surviving r kelly man was that the most intense chilling docuseries that you've ever seen because it definitely was for me Absolutely. And I, I want uh, Dream Hampton to get all of her uh, praise for that one, because to to take on, you know, R. Kelly in this industry, um, considering like the backlash that could come out of it, um, all of the resistance uh, to people even wanting to, for it to happen, you know, kudos to her for doing it anyway. And um, but absolutely, that really moved me. And like it kind of like my whole weekend was just kind of. I was just drained. Yeah. I mean, it's not too many times where, you know, on a weekend, you're looking forward to watching Lifetime. <laughs> and that's, it, that's exactly what Dream Hampton accomplished, uh, making this docuseries. And it has spurred. And there are people, this just confirmed. Like, we all thought it was some alleged stuff. And there's still some people that are like, oh, these hoes is lying, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever. And we're going to get into that in a little bit. But it, this really just confirmed all the sick, things that this guy was doing yes we're talking about 12 year olds 13 year olds, 15 year olds mm-hmm. and i think it also became a new marker for like who i fuck with and not like kind of like with the trump election oh, i was just was just kind of like <laughs> oh, okay so you fuck with him all right i'm good all right, well, see you later um man. and uh if you're defending r kelly all right peace like <laughs> good luck yeah it's it's Cause. yo the way the way people are defending this guy it it is it is ridiculous like I'm like, yo, are we, as men, are we going, like, do we really go? And there's a lot of women defending him, too. There Don't get are, me wrong. I've seen more women defending him on social media. But I, I want to address but the... But I don't, I'll, you know, I'll, know what the actual numbers are. I want to address the men. Like, are we, are we that, like, do we, are we, do, are we willing to go that far and that hard to protect masculinity, to protect, like, this, this guy is wrong, man. This dead guy wrong. is dead wrong. Like, even as a man, I'm watching, there's nothing, like... I was getting like goosebumps. There was t- I had to pause it a mm-hmm, couple times because mm-hmm. I was watching the Lifetime app. I'm like, I had to pause it throughout this docu series and just had to like take a breather and like, yo, this is a lot. Like this, this stuff is heavy, and people are just like, some people are really like, they just don't give a damn. Yeah, they don't give a damn what he mm-hmm. did. They don't care, and um, there's a lot of just stupid rebuttals. I like took some screenshots of just some shit that people said and. Um, some somebody was like, oh, well, you know, they just wanted to check. And oh, it was wow. just like, um, first of all, like nobody was paid to actually do the yeah, documentary. As, like, uh, I'm sure it doesn't usually work like that. Uh, I forget her name that that was on The Breakfast Club uh, mm-hmm. yesterday or two days ago. And she said that she's like, yo, people are saying that we did this for a check. We don't you don't get paid for an interview. Right. You don't get paid for that. If anything, maybe they'll pay for your hotel to yeah. like come the night before exactly. or maybe your flight. But like if they wanted to check, they would have probably had a better chance of staying with R. Kelly and figuring out some leverage against him to get a check. So clearly or it's wrote, not about a check. Or wrote a tell-all book. Yeah, exactly. And like, shit, write your damn tell-all book and get a check for all your suffering mm-hmm. and all the years he took away from you. Um, and so that's that was dumb. Um, yeah. <laughs> and also like the whole idea that like women were doing it for clout. Which woman? I just, I just have a question. Which woman in the history of ever, of ever, of ever dumb, has ever like since, become since clout became a thing. Yeah, has ever become <laughs> famous for exposing a powerful man, um, specifically a powerful black man. Because in our community, we rally around black men like no other. 
Right. And so it's it's you don't you don't get credit from black women for coming out against uh, powerful black men that we're all invested in. Like we have yeah. a six cycle of behavior within our community that makes it difficult for women to stand up and um, and to tell their stories because they're going to get shitted on by not just men, but also by women. So there's no clout to really be had. There's no. Um, no one's going to come out and see them. No one's going to go and listen to their music. People are going to be very upset with them. And as you can see with the uh, backlash that these women got, uh, people are like, oh, why didn't they say it before? They said it then. They said it now. But nobody cares. Yeah, nobody so cares. It's, we were making there's no jo- clout to be had. We were making jokes about it. We were making jokes that, oh, our Kelly P's on girl. Ha ha ha. Mm-hmm. Like it was a it was an extreme. It was a very famous Dave Chappelle skit. R. Kelly P in a in a in a uh, a barrel and he's just with the hose and he's spraying it on these girls who are supposed to be little girls. Like we were making jokes about it. It would it got to a point, I hate to say, but it was accepted mm-hmm. at what he was doing. Right. It was accepted. Right, because that was another thing people were saying. Like, yeah. why did they we already knew this for 20 years, so why did they have to put it together? First yeah. of all, here's my point to that. We already knew that uh police officers were killing black men in the streets for what, centuries? We yeah. already knew they were doing that, but it wasn't until it became it was brought to media that it, 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 and, and people started really putting it together and showing us what was really going on. Right. Sometimes that's what it takes. We live in a world where things move so fast. So unless you really see things in this concentrated way, it's difficult for you to really sit with it. So exactly. that was another non point that I saw people making. So I just want any anybody who has something to say, anybody who has something, please come. I'm ready. Well, if you want to take a chance, take a shot and and, and get at Addy, 718-928-9732. The crown of wealth at me. Oh, shit. Oh, wow. (laughs) Well, I've already been called a house nigga for. um, Oh, wow. A house nigga. mm -hmm, That's a lot. For criticizing Bill Cosby. So imagine in 2019. You know what? I listened (laughs) to that episode and you guys made some very good points. First Mm -hmm. of all, well, I would say that that Soul Boom Podcast, if you haven't listened to it, it's on SoundCloud. Is it on iTunes as well? Not yet. We're still. Yeah, iTunes be playing. iTunes be playing. It's a lot. Yeah, it is a lot. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm barely on iTunes, and you know, <laughs> I have this whole establishment behind me. But yeah, so SoundCloud, Sobun Podcast. Um, I haven't gotten through the last episode. Uh, what'd you guys call it? Uh, I didn't even know what that word the meant. La- it, oh it, yeah, it's a erectomania, erectomania, which is uh, when someone mean? has a delusion that um somebody else likes them when they really don't. So. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, because and that stemmed from the fact that there was this young man who thought that I liked him. That is a good word. Which was really just this ongoing joke. That is that is a good word. We found a word that matched that. In school today, one of there was these two this this girl and a guy we thought was a couple, but it just Mm -hmm. turns out that he just likes her. Oh, so he was letting everybody believe. (laughs) Wait, how old is this man? They're they're twenty. Okay, so old. (laughs) Yeah, they're 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 old old enough enough. to be playing, not be playing those games. Yeah, uh, but everyone thought that they were a couple. Even the even the teachers and teachers would make comments about them being a couple, and he would just play it off like, "Yeah, I don't like." I remember one incident in particular where somebody, one of the teachers, looked at him and said, "I don't know how you deal with him." He's like, "I don't know either." Like insinuating like they were together, (laughs) and then she just spilled the beans today. Like, yeah, she was like, "Yeah, we're not together." Damn. Yeah. But that's exactly what that is. But um, yeah, check out the Sobun podcast. It is it's very good, um, informative, and funny. If you're a sensitive black man, shout out to Jasmine. Shout out to Jasmine, who's out in Atlanta saving the world, like doing the damn thing. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah, Jasmine out there making me look bad. Because you know? <laughs> I ain't do a damn thing with my life. But, nope. But talk on some radio. Exactly. But, uh... <laughs> talk shit. Look. But um, got all these degrees for nothing. 
Hey, man, that's life. <laughs> that is life. I'm not even using what I went to school for. <laughs> ah, but back on this R. Kelly topic, man, people defending him, uh, people saying things like these girls knew what they were doing. How many of us were able to make sound, reasonable decisions at 14 years of age? Please tell me. Please tell me who was able to make a sound, reasonable decision at 14 years of age. Like, you don't even think you could die Nobody. at 14. <laughs> you still don't think you could die at 14 years old. Yeah. Like, and, and for, for you to say, like, oh, these girls knew what they was doing. Mm-hmm. Really? Stupid. Really? I, I came up with this um, analogy that, like, if you if you say, like, um, your neighbor, this 14-year-old boy who came over to your house, mm-hmm. and he's, like, a cool, you know, maybe even mature boy for 14, he asks you to buy him and his friend some liquor. You're like, all right, fuck it. I buy the boy some liquor. Now, the police find out that the boy has liquor in his home. They bring him to the station for questioning. Right. And they ask him how he got the liquor. They indicate that it's you. Are you going to go up to the police station and say, well, he asked me to do it? You're going to sound fucking crazy. As an adult, you are responsible for the decisions that you make on behalf of you and a child. So there is no question about anybody being fast or whatever. Of course, if you're a kid, you're going to want to do shit that you're not supposed to do. Right. It is up to the adult to hold the bar as to what the appropriate way to interact and communicate or whatever is. And um, yeah, that falls on the adult. And you would sound crazy in any other circumstance and every circumstance. But for this one, we just don't see it. Like, yeah. so that's another weird, like, people really need to get it together because I'm yeah. really concerned that we live amongst so many sociopaths. Yep. Like, the work that I do is for black people, so it's really just really frustrating to, like, look at these comments from black people. And a lot of people, like, supporting these, these this um this messaging. Yeah. You know, that's scary. And, of course, there's enough people not supporting it, but, like, the people who are, that scares the shit out of me. Like, Yeah. It's absolutely crazy. Like, people are all in their feelings. Hey, don't get me wrong. The music... That he, this man made was great. There were a couple times that I caught myself in the documentary bopping to the music, and I had to be, hey, hey, Ben, relax. Like, what you doing right now? Look, look, look at yourself. All right, you still, you still believe you can fly after all this that they just told you about this uh, man? You know, that's that 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 was my all time favorite. That was my favorite song of all time. Damn, you, to- you got your R. Kelly music like porno now. You gotta listen to that shit. You gotta look around, make sure nobody's around. No, <laughs> no, we're gonna not listen to it. We're not gonna listen to that man. Try your that's, best. That's <laughs> my. That's I can't lie. That's my favorite song of all time. But I won't uh, listen to it again. I yeah. won't. Oh my god, the world, the world's greatest. I, I know. When I was starting this show, I contemplated making that my like. Damn! Thank song. God you didn't. That would have been. That <laughs> Thank been God rough. you didn't. That, well, I, that would have been rough. You would have been part of the radio that supported <laughs> him for years. They would have brought. They would have like. Hey man, I got talk. Hey, I got into radio late. Don't do that. that <laughs> <laughs> for the past two years, the biggest proponent of R. Kelly yeah, has been right? Ben Talks. Oh no. I mean, I'll take the publicity. Don't don't get me wrong. <laughs> you at, fake. <laughs> hey, man, at this point in my career, I'll take that publicity. But, uh, you know, maybe later on I won't. Okay. Uh, but there's still so much more to talk about. There's so much, still so much more talking points to talk about in regards to um, what uh, Surviving R. Kelly revealed about a lot of you sickos out mm-hmm. there. A lot of y'all. We're going to get to that coming up on the other side of this break. But first, I want to let you know that Radio Free Brooklyn has an absolutely free mobile app. If you have Android, if you have iPhone, it does not matter. Just go to your Google Play Store, go to your iTunes, and search Radio Free Brooklyn. Download the app today to continue to listen to great programming like my show, Ben Talks. Or Here and Now, Rachel C., that comes on right after me. Or Brooklyn (laughs) Bandstand, that I'm on every single Tuesday. 
We got a bunch of other great programming, but download the free app today and listen to Radio Free Brooklyn wherever you go. Coming up right now, we got Drew So Wavy with anything. You're listening to Ben Talks right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Addy of the Soul Boom Podcast, co-hosting with me today. We'll be right back. Hey, yeah, yeah. Hey. She said she love me, love me, yeah. She said me anything, anything. She said she for me, for me, yeah. She said me anything, anything. She said she need me, need me, yeah. She said me anything, anything. She said she for me, for me, yeah. She said me anything, anything. She don't get anything, anything. She don't get anything, anything. She don't get anything, anything, yeah. She don't get anything, anything. She said she need me, need me, yeah. She said me anything, anything. She said she for me, for me, yeah. She said me anything, anything. I need a cane. I'm off the pimp. Shorty wanna bring, but I ain't in the mood. Roll up a plane, girl, let's take a flight. And she ride it from the ballot packs on the bike. I beat it up like it's MMA. Then I'm back to the tips like it's Frito Lay. A cup of K, up in my ball, man. I'm getting bread and I spread them legs like it's parquet. Your boyfriend, I swear that nigga dead. Call me Beaver, so they gave me nothing but head. Henny straight, we drink it like juice. I swear to God, so they never tell the truth. She said she love me, love me, yeah. She said me anything, anything. She said she for me, for me, yeah. She said me anything, anything. She said she need me, need me, yeah. She said me anything, anything. She said she for me, for me, yeah. She said me anything, anything. She don't get anything, anything. She don't get anything, anything. She don't get anything, anything, yeah. She don't get anything, anything. She said she need me, need me, yeah. She said me anything, anything. She said she for me, for me, yeah. She said me anything, anything. I ain't never want no handout. Rather get it by my damn self. How the bells y'all stand out? I ain't never want no damn help. Had to get up on my lonely. Can't nobody say you owe me. What the fuck you gon' tell me? Bitch, I do this shit for Chloe. Had to get on my grind. Everything I got is mine. Always knew I was gon' shine. Had to wait for my time. Yeah, she know I don't need all. Lips on Angelina. When they see that you poppin', they call you cousin like Skeeter. Back then I let the wave spin. Nowadays I let the Dreads hang, shorty said she wanna get lit, but I know that she can't hang, I'm diddy bopping like diddy, never sell out my city, when them shots go off, make your body do the milli, she said she love me, love me, yeah, she said me anything, anything, she said she for me, for me, yeah, she said me anything, anything, she said she need me, need me, yeah, she said me anything, anything, she said she for me, for me, yeah, she said me anything, anything, she don't get anything, anything, she don't get anything, anything, she don't get anything, anything, yeah. She don't get anything, anything. She says she need me, need me, yeah. She tell me anything, anything. She says she want me, want me, yeah. She tell me anything, anything. Last time you received something you needed, but you ain't had to pay for. If you ain't 
complain or winning, what you even playing for? See, nowadays we tend to do less and say more, more. When's the last time you received something unique that you ain't had to pay for? That's free air, free air. I like that. That's free air, free air, free air, free air. Free air, free air. That's free air, free air, free air, free air. Free air. That's free air, free air, free air, free air. Free air, free air. That's free air, free air. Okay, let's be clear. This not rags. This is breath of fresh air for my hip hop heads. It's not dead. I just hope they heard my song. And I've been working so long that I miss my bed. Okay, I'm still waiting for them to find a match for me. At least somebody half of me. If you want me in your city, you gotta ask for me. I probably catch a gray white before I catch a Z. You used to have to break night to even be close. It's like you gotta take flight before they repost. I need a break, I don't need hope. I might just change my name again. A Spanish shirt from the East Coast. The way things going ain't no telling. I be flowing down off here, saying to a felon. When you this generous, they think you conversating with Ellen. Just that boom, back moon, rap straight to the melon. Let's go. If you ain't playing no way near what you even playing. For. See, nowadays we tend to do less and say more, more. When's the last time you received something you needed that you ain't had to pay for? If you ain't playing no winning, what you even playing for? See, nowadays we tend to do less and say more, more. When's the last time you received something you needed that you ain't had to pay for? That's free air, free air. I like that. That's free air, free air, free air, free air. Free air, free air. That's free air, free air, free air, free air. Free air. That's free air, free air, free air, free air. Free air, free air. That's free air, free air. Breathe in air on a daily basis, and without it, you can't live. So, you know, it kind of brings back to what do you take for granted? And that's what I think about when I think free air. Okay, let's be clear, it's not track. It's a breath of fresh air for my hip-hop cats. It's not that. I just hope they heard my song. And I've been working so long that I miss my naps. Okay, find a rapper that could go word for word with me. At least someone a third of me. A few you know, niggas worry me. You don't know me. You either know of me or you heard of me. Uh, from the city that don't sleep after this, I bet Apollo would give me my own beats. They're like, tell him why you mad. I'm like, tell him why you passionate. And if he from Queens, tell me why he absent then. And if he really Spanish, tell me where the accent went. I ain't even in the pocket yet. I'm just tapping it. Pocket check, but it don't have to be foul. We just study it and let it go back into the wild. This is small rap. This is Mr. Wonderful in a hard hat. Giving back to the shark tank. And it was all free. With all this ghost writing going on, it feel good to say. This was all me. If you ain't playing no winning, what you even playing for? See, nowadays we tend to do less and say more, more. When's the last time you received something you needed that you ain't had to pay for? If you ain't playing no winning, what you even playing for? See, nowadays we tend to do less and say more, more. When's the last time you received something you needed that you ain't had to pay for? That's free air, free air. I like that. That's free air, free air, free air, free air. Free air, free air. That's free air, free air, free air, free air. Free air. That's free air, free air, free air, free air. Free air, free air. That's free air, free air. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Jumping from the free throw line. Bombay. Bombay. Bombay.
Yes, yes, yes. We are back here on Ben Talks Live on Radio Free Brooklyn. You already know what it is. It's the best in the world, Ben Lewis. And my co-host for today, Addy of the So Boom Podcast. What's good? You already know we're here talking shit, shooting the breeze, you know, you know, you know how it go. 
Um, but we still on Surviving R. Kelly because, like I said, there's so many talking points that stem from this situation. That, that nah, This docuseries, I should say. And the way people react, the way a lot of you reacted to it, mm-hmm. the things that a lot of y'all were saying, the sides that a lot of you guys were taking, it kind of showed me. What did it show you? It showed me a lot of people's true colors. A lot of people's true selves. What color is everybody? Um, <laughs> Sick. That's the <laughs> color everybody is. Nah, but it really made me start thinking about the way that pedophilia as a whole is handled in the black community. Poorly. It's handled extremely poorly. And I say that because um, our, the, the documentary, the docuseries starts with them telling us that R. Kelly himself and his brothers, and his brother, I should say. I don't know if Bruce Kelly, the one that was in jail, and their God, I hope he got life. Whatever he, he did, he yeah, did it. Whatever they said that nigga did, he did that shit. That's, we don't know what he did. But we he don't know what it. he did, but he needs to stay in there. Because the way that man was thinking. But anyway. But, Talking about, you know, we all got preferences. Hey, listen, Shut man. up. Yeah. Have a seat. If there's a, if there's a family member you don't ever want to speak on your behalf, he's that one. <laughs> Because I think he thought he was speaking in defense of him. And it was just like, um. Listen, he was just he was just happy to get extra free time outside of the cell. Right. Like he he was more than happy to offer up any information, mm-hmm. good or bad, right. about his brother. They gave him a fresh jumpsuit for exactly. the camera. Exactly. He was ready. Yeah, he got some commissary, you know. <laughs> but um, I really want to talk about how pedophilia is handled in the black community. Because I know personally... Uh, I don't want to say several. I know a few women who have mm-hmm. experienced some type of molestation, right? And right. they didn't necessarily stay quiet about it. They actually said something mm-hmm. to their parent. And when you are a kid, your parent is the end all be all. Your parent, like your mother, your father is a person you go to whenever you are in trouble. Mm-hmm. And these people went to their parents and there were no police involvement. There right. was no like, you know, at, at the very least, uh, ass whooping of mm-hmm. the person. And a lot of times I feel like this is treated as though it's just it's just like, oh, just keep it a secret. Don't tell nobody. I feel like that's what happens a lot of times in the black community when it comes to things like this. That's like, a fact. And, and it's a shame to me because that's that was one of the things I, w- I can't I can't I'm not going to lie and say that I didn't think about that. Like, I'm like, yo, I said at one point, where were these kids parents? Like. Mm-hmm. And then we'll we'll talk later on about how calculated he was with who he chose to do right. this with. But it, it also made me think like, yo, sometimes people don't do anything about it when they hear about it. Mm-hmm. They're just like, you know what? We're going to keep you and that person separated as best we can. <laughs> like, exactly. And I think about... The bare minimum. Yeah. And I think about... Um, it was Mike Epps that made a joke on one of his stand-ups. And he was like, we all got that uncle that touched kids. Mm-hmm. And, and he made the joke like, oh... Your mom looks around and she's like, oh, where the kids at? Oh, they with Uncle Charlie. Mm-hmm. Oh, get them kids away from Uncle Charlie. You know he touched kids. Like, that was mm-hmm. a part of a stand-up act. Right. And so here's what I think. I think the root of all of this is is really based in self-preservation within the black community. Because historically and currently speaking, um, there are very, very legitimate um, situations in which black people, particularly black men, are framed murdered, imprisoned um, for no reason. Um, If a white person accuses them, then it is almost as if they just did it and no one really looks into it. And 
um, they're guilty before, you know, they even really hit the trial. So yeah. I think within our communities, we know that um, because there is that outward and external like attack on our community, we feel this extra pressure to like protect the people amongst us, even if they're terrible. And, yeah. um, you know, even in my freaking like recently, I found out that like one of my family members um, in Nigeria, though, like in Nigeria, um, killed another one. Another family member? Another family member. Oh and the consensus is that they should keep it quiet. Like, and I'm just like, that's crazy. Like, that's crazy. But, mm. you know, you know they, they, self-preservation we, still we exists get, we get even in Nigeria. Up, we, get, we get picked up in Nigeria. <laughs> right. Just, you know what I'm saying? Self, self, self-preservation is <laughs> even a thing there. So, hey, you know, Addy, whatever you do, don't say your last name. On the, I'm not. On the I'm, I'm not. And I... <laughs> Don't, yeah. say, don't say your last name on the program. Look, you know. <laughs> a distant family member. <laughs> a, very, a, a fifth very co- distant. A fifth cousin. You exactly. Know? You know we call everybody auntie. And yeah, exactly. So, I, yo, that time, don't mean nothing. I be trying to explain how I'm related to people, and I'm just like, you know what? I don't really know. I was told at like five years old to call him uncle. Yeah. And that was it. Exactly. That's yeah, the problem. Yeah. Stop creating these false-ass relationships <laughs> with niggas and your yo, children. Right? Like, get the fuck out of here. Exactly. Like, that's a man. That's a man, and you will deal with him as he if he treats you with respect you will do the exactly. same and that is it but back to your uh, um, self-preservation like, yeah right. self-preservation is yeah. a real thing and particularly for black women keep in mind like black look, first of all shout out to black women uh, black women have always been holding it down since that's, forever that's a fact and a fact. Um, you know black women have always because we know what what um, white people have done to black to our communities and, and we know that they in an effort to dismantle the black family Mm-hmm. try to eradicate the black man we've always taken that role of being the protector and um in doing so we've done things that have been inc- incredibly self-destructive um and things that think we've taken it too far and yeah. i think that um yeah i think that a huge th- issue is that um when we integrated <laughs> this is a larger point but we integrated as a community when once you know white people allowed us to go into their schools or whatever um we uh, never really had a moment to have a conversation across yeah. like across the race about like what how do we want to do things differently because you have to re- keep in mind that black people were brought up under white supremacy of course yep. we inherit the um the legacy and of of the horrors <laughs> that and the atrocities um that they've committed over the past centuries we've been brought up in into that so it's not something that we're completely distant from mm-hmm. and um we've never really had a, a, a chance to convene about like what our priorities are as a community and most movements you know um most movements in the inve- in the advancement of black people have oftentimes i mean have no have always pretty much excluded women's rights so yeah. it, it's just never been a priority and women have always black women have always put that on the back burner to protect black men and i think it's about time that they stand that black men stand up and do the same for us yeah man and there's a lot of like um a lot of celebrities are saying the same thing it's about mm-hmm. time we step up and protect our, our black women mm-hmm. and there's not a lot of that going on despite this so, like there's some people who came out and spoke uh, against r kelly um, but shout this, out to John Legend. John Legend, yes, the only one. First of mm-hmm. all, shout out to him. The only one who was actually willing to get in front of mm-hmm. that camera. Mm-hmm. How about that? Because mm-hmm. Quest Love was it Quest Love? I think I think so. And it I, was it was Quest Love that he he turned it down. Jay Z turned it mm-hmm. down. 
A lot of people that they right. asked to talk talk in this documentary turned it down. Yeah. And John Legend came out and said, yo, and I'm paraphrasing mm-hmm. here, but he said, yo, it's a no-brainer, man. Right. Like, I believe these women 100%. I mm-hmm. stand behind them. And yeah. I, I'm I'm not afraid to speak out against this sicko. Yeah. And I, and I, and, and I hate when, like, social media gets, like, these sound bites. Because I'm not mad at anybody who also didn't necessarily come in. Um, didn't necessarily come and speak only because of the backlash. Like, you know, it's it yeah. takes a lot to yeah. actually do something like that. So it's just like, I can't be mad at you for not being brave. You know what I mean? Like, like I, I don't know. I, I can just be happy for the people who chose to. And, um, but it is, it, I can't be individually mad at people who didn't decide to do it, but largely and at large, I can be frustrated at the fact that it's this culture of silence that created yeah. this whole situation. So it's yeah. like, I'm not really like trying to pinpoint anybody for what they did and didn't do, but it's more so just like, you know, this is why we've been in this situation for so yeah, long. Crazy. And um, just uh, like, just to switch like topics a little bit, there are people that's blaming these little girls. There's people that's like <laughs> yes. saying that these girls are looking for a check. There's people that's saying mm-hmm. these girls knew what they was doing. Um, there's people that's, you know, placing the blame on everyone else, but R. Kelly, the people right. at fall here. Um, mm-hmm. And, and, I agree. Lisa Van Allen, she said this when she appeared on The Breakfast Club. If you don't know who she is, look her up. But she said, you know, R. Kelly. No, not it wasn't Lisa Van Allen. But R. Kelly probably wasn't doing this alone. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. he had he had his team. They would go out and get the girls that he told them to go mm-hmm. out and get. Um, and you can't help but to think. You think that other people who are not pedophiles would support a guy who... Like, they were probably doing things with these young girls Mm -hmm. or you know that money or that same idea of preservation you know once you know somebody who that kind of power that kind of money and success brings you in under their wing to have this lifestyle that you've never had before yeah you know that shit could be a bitch like like what's your alternative you know i mean what's your for these people who are these random assistants or whatever do they have an alternative for their like, like income and livelihood not to make excuses for them but i can but when you have nothing, you know, when you have really nothing to go back to, it becomes mm-hmm. easy for you to fall, yeah. um, to fall into stupid shit. And I'm sure he selected his employees accordingly. Um, oh yeah, so definitely. Of course, and- they they are to blame too. They, they they have some accountability in this. But I just think it's interesting that people are centralizing the accountability on everybody else besides the actual perpetrator. Yeah, like, exactly. I think that's crazy because if you think about like. Just to bring up an example, uh, when we found out that George Zimmerman murdered uh, Trayvon Martin, we had somebody. We knew who did it, you know? Mm-hmm. And, of course, there was the police department who, like, didn't deal with things correctly. There was a bunch of players, the judge. There's a bunch of players in the mix, right? But we're not thinking about them years after. We're thinking about the fact that that nigga George Zimmerman is still running free. Right. Still being racist yep. um, and still doing whatever the fuck he wants he to do. Sign, he was out signing uh, mm-hmm. autographs not right. too long ago. Like. So it's like, start with the source. Start yeah. with the source. And we yeah. and we understood that when it had to do with, yeah. in that situation, but when it comes to black women, we don't get that because um, because the person that's going to be thrown under the bus is a powerful black man. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, he threw himself under the bus. We didn't, we didn't put him there. He literally tossed himself beneath yeah him. and, and <laughs> you know what the one thing that came out of all of this is that um he is being criminally r kelly i'm talking about is being criminally investigated in chicago and in georgia for some of the things that Amen. he's done so that that is good but i do have something to say there's a lot of people that again we're talking about deflecting blame right there's a lot of men that you want to like you call yourselves fathers you call mm, yourselves like see. 
brothers or whatever the case is. But y'all really parting y'all lips to defend this dude. Y'all really sitting there talking about no child of mine is doing this, that, and the third. When you think of, like, when you was 14 years old, how much stuff were you getting away with? Preach. How many times did you deceive your parents? Because at the end of the day, if you, your parents have to give you some sort of trust. Right. At the end of the day, your parents are not hovering on top of you and watching your every move. They're not every single place that you go. If you some, there are a lot of times you tell your parents something, they may or may not believe you, mm -hmm. but they take it and they just pray. If exactly. you have those, if you have praying parents, they pray for the best. Exactly. Your job as a parent is not to police your child because right. we all know people who grew up like that, exactly. where their parents were everywhere exactly. that they were, and what the hell happened to them. Right. Okay, right. right. So the ones that I know have become. All types of shit that you don't even want to imagine. So exactly. that's not the job of a parent to be everywhere, and that that's not that's not how you allow a child to grow. So I had a whole free ass Metro card, a whole thirty day ass get you anywhere ass Metro exactly. card that could get me anywhere I wanted to be. And my, my parents had no reason to not trust me. And for most of the girls that I've seen in the documentary, it wasn't like they lived or led yeah. a, a wild lifestyle outside of their encounter with yep. R. Kelly. Yep, the parents were blindsided by it. So. Obviously, it could like it could have happened to it could have happened to, you know, pretty much anybody. Yeah. Um, and but of course, not just anybody, because he did. So he was like you mentioned earlier, specific about who he selected. He was very calculated um, about right. who he chose. Exactly. He was specific he about questions that questions that he asked. Mm -hmm. Like he wasn't just going and going to a girl, a, a young girl from a good family. Yeah. He was going to a girl like he was talking to you. He had conversation. Mm -hmm. That's not like don't get like. R. Kelly, he's an R and B singer. He's a smooth <laughs> man. He wrote a lot of great hits, and he, so he, he knows, wrote a lot of for great a man hits. who doesn't know how to read or write. He can or do he's math. A, he has a way with words. Exactly. He has a way with. He's ver highly verbal. But <laughs> like y'all dudes talking about, oh, these girls knew what they was doing. These hoes want money. This, that, and the third. All right, how about like, if someone does this to your daughter and she tells you is she doing it for money, if someone does this to your sister or your mm -hmm. mother, a lot of women. There's a lot of women who are molested. A lot of these dudes defending R. Kelly. There's a lot of women in your family that was molested mm -hmm. and probably said something about it and was not given uh, was not given a chance like to nobody did anything to her abuser. Right. And y'all sitting there defending this dude to the core because he makes some songs that make you feel good. Excuse my language, but get a fucking grip. Like oh, it's off. like it's not that serious. The guy is a sicko. And yeah, and people are deflecting so much. Mm -hmm. People are talking about all this other stuff. Well, well, Jay-Z, like Beyonce at 16, Jay-Z did not have a house full of young women mm -hmm. and keeping them trapped and doing and, and having them there against their will or uh, brainwashing them or whatever the case is. Like he wasn't doing any of that. This guy is this guy is a sicko and he needs to be stopped. I can't believe people are really defending him. Right. I, I cannot believe that. It's crazy. And um, just to your point earlier about, like, there's been women who may have come up to their family members and said they've been molested by somebody in the family. Right. I I almost don't even know a young black man who has not been molested by an older woman in their family. Or, like, a teenage, like, maybe a babysitter or, like... Oh, my God, You know, yeah. so that's another thing we should talk about, too. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because gotta get it's, yeah, like... We you know, our problems are very much so cyclical. Like, they're very much so, like... Oh, yeah, you know, for sure. We have a lot of enablers, and oftentimes, 
Um, and, and so like for, for like young boys, it's kind of like, oh, if you report that, oh, well, then you're you're gay. Right. Because then yeah. like, why wouldn't you enjoy a woman harassing, sexually yeah. harassing yeah. you? Because I'm nine years old. Like, right. I, I want right. to play with my, my action toys. figures. Like, yeah. Like, I know a lot of dudes who who like when they talk about their first like sexual encounter it was, oh, I was like nine or ten. And, mm-hmm. and the babysitter did X, Y and Z like, bro, you was molested, bro. Mm-hmm. Like you, you got some deep rooted issues there, right. bro. And then and then you wonder why your kid or whatever, or like why men have like these negative. A lot of men have these negative attitudes towards women, right? Because in building their masculinity, you let them know that it's okay to lose their virginity at eight, right? While you lock up your daughter and she can't even think about boys, yeah, right? Exactly. Until she's married, and so this like weird imbalance of like not actually raising anyone correctly is mm-hmm. just. Literally and, a part of the problem, and it was like I'm glad I had the the clarity at a young age, like because mm-hmm. I was a virgin up until like my junior year of high school. You see, that's appropriate. Well, I think that's appropriate. I was like I was like 17, 16, 17. I think that's appropriate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, some people would still say I was being a fast ass little boy. You were fast. Well, <laughs> well you know, <laughs> fast ass. But luckily, R. Kelly wasn't around. You. I remember as a freshman or a sophomore. Freshman and sophomore being made fun of for being a virgin, mm. and it wasn't like it wasn't really anything that affected me because, like, I don't know, I, I just don't, I, I never really liked people outside mm-hmm. of my siblings. <laughs> but I was never the one to be all up in people's face and feed for friends. But I do remember, like, at 13, 14 as a freshman, like, people like, Oh, you a virgin? I'm like, mm-hmm. Bruh, I'm 13, like, I just graduated eighth grade. Yes, I'm a virgin, dude. Like, what are you talking about? But people, like, Men, especially bragging, like, oh, my babysitter had said I was nine years old when I lost my virginity. Like, what? Mm-hmm. I have a, I have a cousin, yeah, who who talked about his his babysitter like having sex with him. At, Wait, what? He, yes, a cousin. How old is the cousin? Not the, a baby anymore, right? No, 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 okay, no, 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 no. This was, <laughs> was I was he was old. Report like, that at the time that he was telling me, I was a little kid. Okay, he was about four or five years older than me Mm. and he was you know he was talking about it as if it was nothing Mm. as if it was just like common practice and he was like yeah the babysitter you know he's like describing Mm. the event like in in graphic detail about how this babysitter went about Mm -hmm. doing it Mm -hmm. and it's like yo and and as a kid i didn't think much of it but i'm thinking back now like a lot of these dudes were assaulted a lot of these dudes were molested and that it, it makes me understand like why Maybe some of these guys have the that mentality. Yeah, the, mm-hmm. the relationship that they do with women, the way they mm-hmm. treat women, like it, it, it's all like mm-hmm. you, you need therapy, bro. Definitely. And I also want to just like drag quickly the um, the uh, the 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 mothers who decide to raise their kids in this way because the problem there is that like maybe you didn't receive that attention that you wanted from the kid's father, yeah, or whatever, and so now you decided that in turn that you were gonna raise your kid to do whatever the hell they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And that you were going to raise your kid to be a trash, a trash ass individual. As long as they were just nice to you, they could just be like, fuck every other girl. And that's like, to me, just once again, um, when you when you have that deficit of love. Right. And like, I think it was black women. Like we often are often like fighting for that because we have so much of that to give. And yeah. so if we can't get that from, you know, a partner, Oftentimes, I've, I've seen a lot of women try to get that kind of relationship from their kid and in doing so, enabling like behavior that's not appropriate or reinforcing like stereotypes or like norms of like what it means to be um, a real man um, to their detriment. It hasn't. It, and it's crazy because it's like 
that didn't work out for you. The, the man that you, you know, the man that you have this desire of um, that you wanted to be with clearly doesn't want to be with you because now you're raising the kid alone, right? Right, exactly. So you would think that people would be wise enough to break that cycle, but that's the problem with being indoctrinated into um, certain behaviors is that, like, it's it's a hard it's hard to break. So it's just kind of frustrating because it's like, you want to hold people accountable. Right. Um, But then it's just like, damn, like, this is just so deep, so deep-seated and so validated within our community that, mm-hmm. like, reason is almost kind of like... Yeah. Mm, it's like, I don't mm. really... Yeah. People, so. people love him, Smart Kelly. Man, we we could go on for a whole two hours about this dude. But, yes, we can. You know, um, uh, of course, we got to move on. We got to talk about other stuff. But we're going to take another quick break. Uh, we got Don't At Me coming up. Um, it's, you know, if you don't know what Don't At Me is, I'll explain all of that uh, at, at the other side of the break. It's the best in the world, Ben Lewis. We got Addie from the Soul Boom Podcast in the building. Woo! And she she's a she she got a lot of other stuff going on. Yes, and she's gonna yes. tell y'all about that after I lose my mind when we come back from the break. Coming up right now, we got Lost One by Ricketti. Yes. Yes, it's, yes, it's it one, is. Of, one of my favorite tracks, man. But yo, it's Ben Talks right here on Radio Free Brooklyn, and we'll be right back. Now you wanna show up Now you wanna call me, text me, page me Now I wanna I finally move on it Now you wanna roll up Now you wanna text back You took me off home, huh? I remember being stressed I remember being vexed I remember being pressed To push it to the left And I remember I'm a boss Remember I got the sauce Had to leave your ass alone Yeah, I had to dust you off Dumb, dumb, it's so silly how come, come. Lost one, lost one, lost one. That's why 
everybody. This is Addie. This is my song. Um, you can follow me at The Crown of Wealth. The Crown of Wealth. If you like it, let me know. I heard he's got it all for me. I heard he's got it all for me. I heard he's got it all for me. Something's always telling me to get up. I done had a lot of niggas push me past my limits. Course the second chance is turning out to be too pricey. I just lost too many friends who swear to God they like me. Ask me if I'm mad. Bitch, I might be. None of y'all niggas don't inspire me, no. Y'all ain't show me shit I ain't seen before. So why you always wanna put me down? So I give up. Something's always telling me, something's always telling me. So I get up. Something's always telling me to get up. So I get up. Something's always telling me, something's always telling me to get up. So I get up. Something's always telling me to get up. And I'm not coming down. Push me past my limits Cause the second chance is turning out to be too pricey I just lost too many friends Too many friends who swear to God they like me If I'm mad, bitch I might be None of y'all niggas don't inspire me, no Y'all ain't show me shit I ain't seen before So why you always wanna put me down So I get up Something's always telling me, something's always telling me, so I get up. Something's always telling me to get up, so I get up. Something's always telling me, something's always telling me to get up, so I get up. Something's always telling me to get up, so I'm gonna. Keep my levels up, keep the rubble up Can't tell me nothing, I can't find a fuck It's been a minute and I've been patient When I'm hitting Himalayas, kinda high But I could get there if I try But I be in my head like why I'm never ready, no, but I But I already know I come alive Deep inside Deep inside, deep inside The shit I keep inside, I don't wanna come out I'm about to run out of patience Been patiently waiting for you To value the shit that I do I need something else I barely know myself But I'm learning I ain't burdened by the past That has burned me I'm still picking me up I'm deserving and I'm, and I'm worthy But I'm earthly wounds to birth me I'm still learning to Figure out where I should be When you fell in love with me 
show is get up, Addy. You out here singing and stuff. Look, you're not the little something, something. Oh, a little something, something. Black, it's you know, I'm a, a songwriter, really. It's, it's always a little something, something with black people. Okay. <laughs> it's black people. Yo, what's your check looking like? Yeah, I, got, I got a little something, something. Like, nigga, I seen you work 100 hours. <laughs> but anyway, it's time for Don't At Me. And, you know, Addy, this is the first one you're going to be in the building for, right? I'm excited. Let time. me just get my tea Listen, together. Yeah. Um, I mean, my all, champagne. Yeah, get your camera Get your camera ready. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Your boy about to go crazy. Okay. I'm about to go off. But if you are just tuning in for the first time, Don't At Me is a segment where I, I'm a person, I'm very irritable. In case you, you, you probably don't know that about me because I'm very cool every time we meet and every time we talk. But I'm very irritable and things annoy me very easily. And I don't talk to people about it. I hold it in and I explode about it when I get on my show. So this week, you know, I'm in school right now. And I don't know what bathroom etiquette is like for women. I don't know if y'all talk through the stall or whatever. But for men, it's a no-no. So this week's Don't (laughs) At Me goes to you people out there that like to keep conversations going in the bathroom. Listen. We are at the urinals. Stop talking to me. It's not necessary. We don't need to. Whatever conversation was going on while we were walking to the bathroom, <laughs> it ends when we walk through those doors and when we go to the urinal and we do what we have to do. You don't need to talk to me. Whatever we was talking about is not important at the moment. There's only one focus and that is making sure we don't make a mess. You don't need to be talking to me. You don't need to be telling me about your buddy's car. You don't need to be telling me about your dirt biking and this, that, and the third. Because I don't care. We are in the bathroom. You don't have to talk to me. Leave me alone, as a matter of fact. And let me finish what I have to do. And then, when we get outside, we can pick up the conversation from where we left off. But don't talk to me all the way into the bathroom. And then when we get inside, you continue talking to me. Because first of all, your dick is out. So why are you talking to me? Secondly, bro, you ain't wash your hands. So you want me to talk to a dirty motherfucker? Excuse my language. I try not to curse on these things. But damn, don't talk to me while we in the bathroom. That's an unwritten rule. That is man law. Do not talk to me while we are in the bathroom, while we are using the urinal, or while I go in the stall and you use the urinal. Don't talk to me. I barely want to talk to you as is. But now you're talking to me in the bathroom. It's not important. And I don't care who you are. Because I just went through that and it was my professor. He was talking to me. We walked into the bathroom and he's still talking to me. Bruh, shut up. It's not important. I don't care. If you want to dock my grade, you want to hold it against me, I don't give a damn. Don't talk to me while I'm in the bathroom while we at the urinal or while I'm in the stall or whatever the case is, okay? If you are someone who talks to people while you're in the bathroom, I want you to take what I said personal. I want you to be offended with everything you have inside of you. I want you to be offended. I really do. Because you, my friend, are an asshole. And you deserve every bad thing in this world to happen to you because you like to carry conversations in the bathroom while other men are taking a piss. I said what I said. Now don't at me. Oh, he's talking to me in the bathroom. What the hell is wrong with people? I'm dead. Jesus Christ. <laughs> is that all right amongst women? Like, is that cool? You know, I think I think it depends. Like, for me personally, I prefer, like, if I don't know you, no, I don't really want to talk to you. 
And so, like, a professor, for example, I would never want to speak to in the restroom. What are we talking like, about, bro? Like, and, like, I don't really like the idea of, like, I'm in the stall, you're in the stall, and we're chatting. There's nothing to talk about. This is my moment to relax and to, like, release my bladder. Like, bro, and, like, I'm on Instagram. Leave me alone. Yeah, this is, like, my time to, like... What are you doing? Yeah, that's, like, a personal moment. So, I could see, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then, like, with the way y'all, like, masculinity set up, I get, like, why that feels extra, like... Ain't wasn't even no partition, like oh, it wasn't a partition. Damn. It was one of those bad. And damn. that, and that, I should have went off about this. He went in the store right next to me, bruh. Oh, he went right next. Yo, to you. yes. I'm look, yo, <laughs> and it's like I'm looking around like, hey, with no other stores open, is that one say out of order or something? Like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. You sickos, mm-hmm. you are sick, Mister Professor. All right, I'm I'm still in school, so I'm not gonna say your name. <laughs> but once I get out, I'm gonna expose you. You urinal talker. All right? <laughs> Disgusting. That's what we call them now? Don't talk to me. UTs. UTs. Urinal <laughs> talkers. Don't talk to me. This is a very private moment between myself and my little self. All right? <laughs> we having a moment. Your little self. My little self. All right? My shrimp self. Okay? <laughs> so, so, so don't talk to me. There's no conversation important. Like, this is how it's supposed to go. If you're talking mm-hmm. while you're walking to the bathroom. Then what happens? Once you walk through those doors, both men go silent. Mm. It's awkward, but mm-hmm. it's okay. <laughs> you go silent. Both of y'all do what y'all got What if the do. conversation's really good, though, right before no, you, like... I don't care. There's no conversation that good. I mean, I what if it's you. like, yo, I just won the lottery. I want to give you... I, well, stop. <laughs> Let us do what we got to do in the bathroom. And then when we both wash our hands... <laughs> Because niggas be acting like, you know what I'm saying? They talk about my dick clean. Okay, like, I'm, I'm going to give you a round of applause <laughs> for that one. Because wash. there's a lot of really proud men who don't wash your hands after the restroom. My man, and wash it was your hands, to, okay? It was brought to light after Kodak Black proudly my on, man. like, Twitter came, my man like, Kodak, last year. He saw his dick clean. Mm. Uh, hey, that's your brother. He's Haitian, too, right? Well, well, well listen. Hey. <laughs> that's look, your brethren. Hey, listen. Um, he don't wash his hands, so... Well. <laughs> yeah so that's not that's not Talk, talking about his dick clean bro i don't give yeah. a damn okay um, that's not making y'all look good it's not that, that that didn't look good at all okay <laughs> but like, bravo for you yes wash you your know because you gotta you got you gotta reinforce the good behaviors that wash, men do yes wash and your if hands. they are washing their hands and are proudly talking about it some of these dudes don't wash their hands they go straight from the bathroom to the cafeteria and eat uh, some like that's literally how you get sick. now you're having a bacon egg and piss all right, is that what you want? Is that what Yo, you want? I live by my um, hand sanitizer. Like, Listen. do you know? Like, the government is dead ass out to get us. Like, you hand know how sanitizer, the flu has evolved. Soap. You know how Listen. many people are dying yeah, from the talk, flu. Y'all talked about that on the last episode. Yeah. Listen, the flu. Look, it's some super strand out okay. here. Okay, so you better the, get your hand the, sanitizer. The flu, in the flu is a killer mm-hmm. nowadays. All right, hand wash game strong. You be sick for a whole two months mm-hmm. with a with a common cold. Don't know what the hell going on. Okay. But anyway, I need I need my blood pressure to go down. Addy, why don't you tell him what you got going on and oh. and, and everything like that? Cause I, I, mean, I need I need to relax. Oh I, I need I need a second. Let me take a sip of this champs. Well, okay. That's a hard act to follow. <laughs> um <laughs> so while I, I don't deal with those same issues, um, I would like to talk about <laughs> some of the uh things that I have going on right now. So uh, my name is Addy, Addy the Crown. Um, you can follow me at the Crown of Wealth. Um, I'm a songwriter, I'm an educator, or whatever. Um, and I have a couple of things going on. So I have some music out right now. Uh, and if you follow me, you can find that. And you just heard my song, so hopefully you didn't hate it. 
Um, I also have a podcast uh, called The Soul Boom Podcast where it's me and um, one of my besties. Uh, we former roommates. Shout out to Jasmine. Shout out to Jasmine. Doing a damn thing, urban planning in Atlanta, making sure that uh, gentrification slows the fuck down over there. Because if... Like if white people take over all of Atlanta, we're like, come on, where where can we go? So uh, she's doing the damn thing right there, creating policies, um, learning about creating policies to make that not a thing. Um, and uh, also shout out to um, I have a brand called Party Blackly, and I'm actually uh, it's actually a music platform for up and coming and emerging black artists. I'm really trying to you know shed light on all of the talented people that we have. Um, within our communities and just like trying to prove that we can validate ourselves. We don't need, you know, we don't need everybody to tell us what's good and what's not. We know what's good and they steal it. So, um, (laughs) so I want to give everybody an opportunity to, you know, really build their audience and, um, and grow their brand. So please follow party blackly on Instagram too. So that's, that's three. Wow. That's three Instagrams to follow me, the crown of wealth, my podcast, that's so right. boom podcast. If you only if you like jokes and information, because if you don't like the two those two things, then don't follow me. Black black men beware. <laughs> but, well, come on, I, I, come listen, on. I, I listen. I I sat in on a couple episodes because you know. Yeah, look, I don't, don't want to brag. I've been an engineer for a couple of them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, uh, but and he's uh, enjoyed every single one of them. He's, I have. He's a fan. One of them. But he's a fan. You, you guys made me want to buy a bleach kit. Dead to, to not be a black look, man. Uh, no, 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 no. Made me no, want to no, hate no, myself no, no. for wanting to buy a bleach cat at the same time. <laughs> it's like, yo, I don't know what Look, you're doing. we only speak. <laughs> look, people act like I wasn't supposed to talk about white men. Like, I don't know about what they're doing. I'm talking about the people you're who are around me. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely so, right. I'm, I'm on the side of, of truth, justice, and freedom for black women. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> a very, And black it's men for both, of, for both of us. I'm on the side of just honesty. It's a very informative platform. Yeah. You know? Like, so there's no and, no bashing, no bashing. And Addie Addie doesn't like to brag, but I'm brag for her. Ah, listen, yeah. this is a Harvard grad. Ah, Harvard. Yes, I this did is, attend there. This is a Harvard grad. Like, time. She she not gonna bring it up. I definitely thought her and Jasmine graduated from Howard. <laughs> for, Wait, for fact. Howard is lit. I look. I could have gone is, to Howard. Howard is lit. Yeah. I'm not trying to shit on them. Okay. I wish I went to Howard. Me too. My ass is in the <laughs> PWI. That only reason why I, I'm happy I didn't go to Howard is because I could just roll out of bed looking crazy and go to go to class. But yeah, right. Howard girls to slay, they were slaying. And around the time I went to college, that was when like people started really rocking their natural hair, and Yo, everybody's listen. was lo- hair <laughs> looking beautiful. And you know, um, listen, I'm, I'm people glad, dressed up. Glad, they wear heels to school. I'm glad that most of my classmates now is white because <laughs> I I ain't get a haircut since goddamn before my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> and like and you could if, get away with that if I was in school with a bunch of black people they're like yo my mm-hmm. man you, they would drag you yo, yo, yo bro your barber died hey man <laughs> come on now don't do that but now I could just you know I could just go out there with my regular head looking all <laughs> crazy and don't nobody say something cause no, nobody yes, really God. know black boy joy well I try you know my my hair my hair is is, is nice you, know? like, <laughs> you got good hair I got good hair what's that know? 4C well, I don't know. What the, 4C is good. I don't know what you're talking about, so I'm going to take it as disrespect. So. No, no, I'm 4C. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding. I don't know what 4C is. But, 4C uh, is the most African oh, but my, of textures. Listen, my hair could be caught and braided right now. That's, mm-hmm. that's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But I haven't. You know. I realized I haven't combed my hair <laughs> in years. No, in months. Um, I, de- I finger detangle. So. Oh, you just kind of... You know, I just ooh, like put, yeah, pull it. it out together. Um, But I haven't gotten my hair done 
in a long time. I've literally been wearing the same hairstyle for like eight months. So I'm going to do my hair this weekend. You'll see. No pressure. No pressure. You don't have to. No. You don't, you don't have to if you don't want to. Yeah. Uh, but so uh, busy. <laughs> exactly. You got all this stuff going on. Party Blackly. So boom. Like definitely go check out the latest episode of So Boom. What's it called? Erot Erot Erotomania. Erotomania. Well, don't correct me on my show. Erotomania. That's, that's if I say Erotomania, you, you say Erotomania. Too. Okay, but do I sound like Beyonce? Because um, people say I sound like Beyonce. Beyonce. Is that well, true? Beyonce has sort of like a, a Texas accent. I don't have a, a Texas accent. Well, you from Brooklyn, so. Am I? <laughs> yeah, I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> Look, okay, I'm sorry, Beyonce, Brooklyn. for disrespecting you. <laughs> I know I don't sound like you, but. Queen, Queen Bay, who I must say. Tolerance cheating. I'm just gonna throw that out there. What you say? We don't have to talk about it. But wait, what did you just Beyonce, say? I missed that. Beyonce tolerates cheating. That's all I'm saying. Look, we gonna don't move we on. not gonna Let's speak say. on her. We're not gonna speak on Beyonce like that. Beyonce, seventy percent uh, hey, of the Black Panther Party were black women. What? <laughs> That's related. Listen. Hey man. So this <laughs> that guy. Fact this, was... So this guy Ed Buck, man. Oh weirdo. Yo, first of all, he's a. Uh, if you don't know who Ed Buck is. Um, get out from under that rock that you're living mm-hmm. in and watch something other than, than Dragon Ball Z. But um <laughs> That's obscure. <laughs> no, Was Ed that Buck, what you were watching? What? When you were under your rock? Was it Dragon Ball Z? I actually or? don't watch Dragon Ball Z. Oh, okay. My TV stays on uh Sports Center. Mm. Yeah, I'm one of those like Fox I'm, Sports Center? Fox, no, 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 no. ESPN. <laughs> nah, Fox no no no. Shit. Those political channels I don't even watch. I should, but you know, because I, I need to have as much information as possible doing what I'm doing. Mm, thank you. Being in the broadcast industry. Yeah. Um, but Ed Buck is a Democratic. Um, he's like some weirdo politician. Yeah. Um, he's he's a he's not quite a politician. He's like, he's like, a like a an activist, activist slash, who like is a donor. Yeah. It's a politician. I don't know. He's a very rich old yeah, white man. Exactly. Probably inherited that money through slavery. Of course. But you know. <laughs> it's actually like. It's actually like a real life get out movie situation. Seriously, because for the second time, <laughs> twice in eighteen months, in eighteen, yo, so for the second time in eighteen months, mm-hmm. a dead black escort mm-hmm. has been found on his property. Dead, dead, not uh, a, not alive, uh-huh. and then overdosed. There is, and there is a survivor who. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, mm-hmm. when I was doing the research last mm-hmm. night, there is a guy who said. And he he and, and Ed Buck, as rich as you are, you cheap bastard. You ain't even paying good. Because this guy was talking about for two hundred and fifty thousand for two hundred and fifty dollars. Uh-huh. This man Ed Buck made him dress up in a, in white long johns. And 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 do so and do meth. Long johns? Two hundred and fifty dollars. Like, bruh. That's not okay. If you're gonna put on long johns, first of all, long johns is itchy as hell. <laughs> you're gonna put those on. Two hundred and fifty dollars. That's not enough. That's not that's not enough at all. Wow. First of all, if I'm if I'm an escort, mm-hmm. all right, and if I'm a professional whore, and I I walk, why'd you have to bring us the synonym? <laughs> no, we got it. Yeah, I understood when I said escort. Can you give us another give us another synonym? I'm curious where your mind will wander. <laughs> if, if, if I was a professional whore, all right, and I walk into your house and I see that you loaded, that price went up by five. Right. Okay, what was two fifty on the phone call is now a thousand. Mm-hmm. All right, but for two hundred fifty dollars, this man gave this dude meth, crystal meth. 
I got the hit worst my... fucking drug ever. Listen, man, we all seen Breaking Bad. Like, <laughs> you've seen how people age with this shit. How does a black person age on crystal meth? I've never Paris. seen that. I've never I've seen, seen that. what they've I've done to white people. Either. I've never seen that. And that's that awful. Either. I thought black people's worst drug of choice was, was crack. But yeah, I, I never. Which seen is crack. also terrible. Yeah, crack, crack is crack terrible. is awful. Yeah. I don't, don't. It's like the top two worst drugs. Yeah, don't let my lightheartedness uh, uh, fool you. Don't do crack. It's disgusting. Crack is whack. So I've heard, you know. <laughs> but he's this this guy, and he's not like. How does this happen one time and you don't end up in jail? Let right. alone twice. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, you know when um, the government protects you, uh, aka white privilege. Um, you were able to get away with shit. And um, apparently they had they discovered a journal from one of the black men who was uh, murdered. Or right. That, like, he said he had a fetish for luring black men into his, into his apartment and testing them to their limits. And his neighbor, right, a white woman, has seen him. He said she, she said that throughout the years she's seen random men go into his house. And she said they would come in and never come out. So this is like... Yo, His own neighbors telling, and they're talking about they don't have enough evidence. Yo, the neighbors to is bring always, him up on neighbors charges. Neighbors is always watching. That's all I got to say. Okay, <laughs> now now they don't have enough evidence to bring him up on charges, and that's crazy. And this we know this would never go down if he was black. Um, so fuck Ed Buck, and um, I really want to get justice Absolutely for not. these people. I'm I'm for these people, these victims, because first of all. I don't care what you do for a living. Like, gay black men really hold it down for the community. Like, gay black men be there at the Black Lives Matter protest. Like, they, they really be the ones on the front line defending us. Facts. You know, despite all of the homophobia we still got to deal with within our community, they're still out there, you know, protecting us. And Facts. I feel like it's about time that we really, like, stand up. Once again, just as protecting black women. Let's protect all black people. I don't care what you do yeah, or that's a fact, like we when we go out, right? We're, we're all one. Like we're all one. They see us as one. So like we need to get on the same page about these things and like I don't like I don't care what you do for a living. Like you don't deserve to be abused like that. So and and without consequence. Like yeah. without this consequence. Is the second one. I would be in jail. 18 if, months. If someone found a dead cat on my property, I'll be mm-hmm. in jail. Shout out to my cat, King Cat Daddy. Even mm-hmm. though you a nightmare. But uh, yeah, mm-hmm. if, if someone found a dead pet on my property, I'll be in jail. Right. This guy was able to survive finding one, not one, but two black men on his property dead. Isn't that what Vibes Cartel got locked up? <laughs> Wait, is that when he got locked up? Vibe, they found a dead body. On, was it Vibes or was it? Oh, uh, he buried somebody. Was it that? Hey, allegedly. He allegedly. And my man Vibes is out now. But, yeah. you know, Vi- that's why Vibes Cartel got locked up. No, uh, not not Vibes. It was a big, no, uh, I forget who it was. Okay, somebody. I know that somebody had somebody buried on their property. I don't know if it was Vibes. <laughs> I'm not sure if it was Vibes, but. How did he get out if that was the case? <laughs> if murder was involved. Oh, Okay, no, I understand. Why it's he got Jamaica, out. It's yeah, Jamaica. I was gonna say like it's Jamaica. You know, yeah. ain't no laws out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You do your time yeah. as much as much as it's like hey, look, to save face. You you, you got to do at least you know three four yeah, years. Listen, in, to Jamaica, save face. in Jamaica, you eligible for parole after fifteen minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like yeah, Nigeria let me, too. <laughs> let me stop shitting on Jamaica. But um, yes, man, this guy Ed Buck. This is rich white privilege prevailing mm-hmm. once again because you are able to get away with not one, and we'll see what happens now, but. I'm going to go ahead and say it. Not one, but two mm-hmm. dead black men, mm-hmm. gay black men on your property, which could be like a double hate crime. Yeah. Wow. 
Yeah. He's giving these dudes meth. He's having them dress up in mm-hmm. long johns. First of all, I don't know what's more torturous, meth or long johns. Like, if I was a police investigator <laughs> or whatever, I'd be like, first of all, I never heard of no black people getting addicted to meth. That would be the... That's what I'm that, saying. I'd be like, what, whatever. We do crack. And, okay. Right? Like, if, if, <laughs> the, that's the word. Like, okay, if you was going to see me dying from anything, my nigga was going to be crack. That's what I'm saying. So, like, uh, that would have been the first fucking red flag. Like, excuse you, uh, sir. Um, then I would start, just as they do with black people, start investigating, like, your finances and shit to figure out how how were you able to come a- about this methamphetamine that you... Find old pictures found, of you from, mm-hmm. from kindergarten. Exactly. When you're throwing up gang signs <laughs> with a red cup. Like, yo. Yo, <laughs> seriously, I'm about to just Photoshop, Photoshop some shit about this nigga. Like, Word. But he'll still get away with it. God he will. damn it. He will. Look at that. It's crazy, man. Imagine um, that. Man. Um, okay. Fuck. But we're we going to move on, man. We got some tragic news, man. Jasmine Barnes Ooh. was just a seven. This is a this is a bizarre story. Bizarre. And I say it's bizarre because, first of all, Jasmine Barnes, who was just a seven-year-old from Houston, Texas, her, like, so they were driving down the road. A car pulled up next to them. And when the light turned green, a car pulled up next to them at a red light. When the mm-hmm. light turned green, a gunman opened fire on their vehicle. Mm-hmm. And initially, the shooter was described as a white guy, Mm -hmm. and people thought it was a hate crime. We were all ready to jump all over it. But Sunday, this Sunday that just passed, a man by the name of Eric Black Jr. was arrested in connection to the shooting. Mm -hmm. And not only was he arrested, but when he was in police custody, he confessed to being a part of the shooting. Yes. So what what we all were looking at as a possible hate crime we're now looking at it as black on black crime. Right. And these, I think they were like, the boys were 20 years old. Yes. They were, Eric so Black Jr. was too. 20. The other person he admitted, mm-hmm. like, uh, they, they were 20. They were mm-hmm. really young young men. And the most, the the, the, tra- the biggest tragedy out of this all is that a seven-year-old girl. Mm-hmm. And her, she was wearing her pajamas. Yeah. Her like, parents, like, they just went out for a quick yeah, run. she was a going quick family out for, run. She, the, they were going out for coffee. Hmm. They just went out for coffee. And um, you just go. Imagine that you just load your kids up in the car. Just oh, I'm gonna make a quick run to the coffee shop, and then yeah. Quick somebody... question: Are you trying to have kids? Do you want to have kids in this world? Because that's a question I have to really grapple with. I've been getting a lot of like Facebook, um, Facebook uh, advertisements about freezing my eggs because they know I'm 20. <laughs> I know they know I'm 27, and this right. is uh, you know the prime time where you know I guess yeah. the eggs would be. Uh, uh, I guess this whatever. Is when, yeah. This is when they're the ripest. Exactly. So <laughs> they 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 want me to go ahead and spend a. They're like, look, we ain't see you post no pictures of no right, niggas. Right. So. Exactly. So they you want must... me to they want me to introduce my kids into this world, and I don't know <laughs> if that's something I'm really prepared to do, considering exactly. the bullshit. Nah, man. As as someone, I want to say I'm woke. I'll say I'm semi woke because mm-hmm. a lot of shit. I see going on. I just want to close my eyes too. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't want to be depressed in this world. Right. But um, it's hard to to want to raise a kid in this world. Like I do want kids because I want my name to continue. Right. It's completely um, narcissistic for me too. Yeah. I do want the Lewis name to continue on. Mm-hmm. So I do want kids. And you know, I'm hoping I strike gold with one of my kids. Mm. You know, um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm hoping one of my kids somehow grows to be six six. And runs like Usain Bolt and can jump like fucking, I don't know, you know. And one of them, one of them dudes make it to the NBA or NFL and I could just sit on my ass for the rest of my life. 
But anyway. I don't. I don't. I was like, I don't want to go off tangent. I'm like, but then you know, you, you're gonna date a taller woman, um, because I know men have problems with that. And I have show no, them. Listen, round of applause for tall girls. I know my girl Sydney's listening, and she's tall and beautiful. And Sydney, what's good? I'm like not, she's I'm, a baddie. I'm, I'm and not I one know, of those guys. And well, Sydney's also engaged, so she's good. But well, you know, don't bring up engaged women on my program because <laughs> I, I got no chance with her. So <laughs> tall women are the truth. My mom is like six feet tall. Okay. Yeah, okay. my mom is, and I just didn't get that. So like that's upsetting. But <laughs> you know, I have other great qualities. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> back to Jasmine Barnes. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I was just like looking up some things and like so. Here's the issue: the story went from hate crime. Right, this random white man pulled yeah. up in a red pickup truck, yeah. shot these kids, and ran away. Yeah, and then became these two black men who, whatever, like came up and uh, murdered this girl. Now, here's the problem: what's who, I don't know what to believe, right? Because historically speaking, there's been many instances right. in which um, there's been many instances in which like we've had um, black people framed for crimes that they have not committed or coerced into admitting or confessing about crimes that they haven't committed um, in an effort for the police department to save face about resolving a case because there is a business associated with uh, incarceration, right? Right. And, um, and, and of course the, the people who always fall victim to that business are black men. So it's difficult sometimes to always discern what is real and what is not. Also, this reminded me, because I, I like went ahead and researched this. I don't know if you remember that guy, Mike, Michael Dunn out of Florida, uh-huh. who was convicted of first degree to murder for shooting Jordan Davis, that 17-year-old boy who was yeah. blasting music in his SUV. Yeah. So this is like actually a thing that has happened recently and was a quite a high profile thing. Um, you know, the the damn the, the 17-year-old boy was blasting music and didn't want to turn it down, and this white man shot him. Right, and and the man was confused as to why he was getting life in prison. He was just, he was just like he didn't understand yeah, why, which he, would lead you to believe he might have done this before. He shot someone. He must have playing, done this. Before. He shot someone for playing rap music. Exactly. Like, why do you think you can like life in prison, bro? Right. He must have done this before. <laughs> yeah. So it's like these. This is the world that we live in, and it makes it difficult to discern what is real and what is not. Right. Because it could be that these two young black boys actually just did it. Right. But because of the reality that we face as a community right? Um, and considering the fact that there was people who claimed that they saw this white man speed away, then, you know, it kind of makes it difficult to know what to believe. Yeah. It's a tough, it's a tough situation. Cause like if I'm driving on the highway and I had gunshots, mm-hmm. best believe I'm hitting that. Exactly. Gas. Right. So like, okay? cause I've been, I've been waiting for a bus late night and had gunshots and mm-hmm. I took off running in the direction where my house was at. Like, you know, it, it, it's, it's tough. Cause you had gunshots your first instinct. It's to run. Unless you're completely naive and you ain't never heard gunshots before. <laughs> Your first instinct is to take off running. So it's like, okay, so he got identified as a possible uh, suspect. But it's like, okay, you heard gunshots, so you sped off. You yeah. have every right to speed off if you hear gunshots. And it's like, we were we were so, at least me, I was like, damn. Like, you really just pulled up to a car with a black family in it mm-hmm. and just started shooting that was my initial reaction. Yeah. And then on Sunday when they made the arrest and it was a black dude, it's like, damn, like, mm-hmm. we got to stop senselessly killing each other. Right. You know, right. It's got, you kind of have mixed emotions because like you said, a lot of times cops want to save face. Mm-hmm. So they just make an arrest just to make an arrest. Mm-hmm. So in the public eye, it's like, oh, okay, they got the guy. Mm-hmm. And we stop paying attention to the story. Exactly. And in the meantime, 
they arrested the wrong person, mm-hmm. and the actual per- the actual real murderer gets gets away scot free. Exactly. And this is you know we don't live in a vacuum like like the um like if we want to talk speak about terrorists, white men were the like terrorists of 2018. They were the ones mm. who were really, co- I mean, coming the fuck through with the murders yeah, and uh, and, the, and the random ass hate crimes. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, like, man. this is not the story wasn't difficult to believe. It wasn't difficult to believe that. And that's sad, right? That it wasn't difficult to believe that randomly, you know, you pulled up to a stoplight and a white man came out of a car and decided to shoot yeah. a black family. Unfortunately, that's yeah. not difficult to believe in this day and age when, like, we're, you know, we have a um, a president that, you know, talks about. Um, how everybody else is um, everybody else is a murderer black uh, not he doesn't say black people but like um, ISIS and Muslims this and that and Mexicans and that and then like literally the people who create uh, the people who commit hate crimes are white men in America like yeah. that's like the you know and yeah. so that's that's what made the story easy to believe right and so it's just kind of like I don't know what to believe right yeah. I, I really am kind of like damn you know it sucks that it sucks that we can't trust the powers that be to make the appropriate decisions, um, and because of like what we've what we've seen historically, so yeah, it just sucks. Man, uh, listen, it, I'm waiting to see what comes out about this story, but like my thoughts and my prayers go out to to Jasmine, to the to the family of Jasmine Barnes, mm-hmm. the mother who was just completely distraught. Like it's a, it's blindsided man, to have us. I've never lost anyone that young in my life. And I don't want to go through that pain ever. Right. It's just tough, man. And again, my thoughts and prayers go out to the family of Jasmine Barnes. Mm-hmm. And I hope that y'all find some sort of justice and some sort of like peace in this situation. Seriously. And like, if anyone actually knows what happened, please come forward. Yeah. Like, and like, because the witnesses said they saw a white man. Yeah. Right. So like, at least that's what I saw in the early reports. Yeah. So whatever it is please like bring this family some peace and like the actual truth yeah man we're gonna take our last break of the show and then when we come back we're talking about this government shutdown man it's it's going crazy uh trump is not backing down he's not he's not but we're gonna talk he about that wall. yo you're tuned in to ben talks it's the best in the world ben lewis addy of the so boom podcast is hey. here as my co-host for today how you doing we will be right back. Coming up right now is Where I'm From by my guy Serge right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. We'll be right back. Where I'm from, they don't expect you to go up one day and be something. My homies posted on the block, we try to eat something. Push that pedal on the gas to keep the heat running. Don't tell me about no other options. Y'all sound redundant. You can't talk to me about no school. I already tried this shit. Head of the class, following rules. Look where it got us set. Mama needed help to run that house. I had to sacrifice. She told me, stay my ass in class. I ain't want that advice. I have advice for moving O's and getting it at half the price. You be told, got a big appetite. The newest clothes really can't suit the soul. Real life movie roles. Take these shots, you gon' need a bigger lens. Need a big body bend. You can hold your truth for homie. Give me the gems. I want I want these honey and I don't want pain babies. And I ain't nothing in it. Tell me, watch me use all this to my advantage. Watch me do some damage. Whip it, serve it, you know how. 
me, watch me use all this to my advantage. Watch me do some damage. All my bros got the light, they don't know. Atlas, show them how to blow. Where I'm from, they don't expect you to go up one day and be something. My homies posted on the block, they try to eat something. Push that pedal on the gas, they want that fast money. I'm about to make a lane and flip it, make it last money. I ain't into juice, man. I want me some impact. To look back on all this one day like, bitch, I did that. Don't give me no day job. Fuck your institution. All up in this rap thing, finding my solutions. I feel like the world is mine. Bar so heavy, I can build a gym. With all this insight, I can cure the blind. Moving weight, just a different kind. Escobar flows like I'm in with Nas. This right here be the renaissance. Atlas got the gift like it's Christmas time. I, I want honey, Now do Watch me do some damage. All my bros got the light, they don't know. Atlas, show them how to blow. Till they bury me, streets and marry me It ain't finished, Steph Curry me And niggas next to me Bout a dollar, what it better be When you bet me Get the money, count it carefully Check the pedigree Stay 100 till they bury me Streets and marry me It ain't finished, Steph Curry me And niggas next to me Ain't nobody sounding like this I ain't right this Put the working on the night shift This is light shit I'm a cap, I need a Pisces I can pipe with Hit it once and never mind, bitch, I don't wipe shit I've been getting to the paper, I'm a chaser All your life you've been a figure, you a hater Genesis, color Vader, like a Sega Eyes looking like a laser, see you later Top five in the city now, yeah, you see me now Never really you was in the streets, you was in the house All them crip niggas I've been around and I'm still around I ain't banging, but I lay it down and I put it down About a dollar, what it gonna be, what you got Yeah, my niggas 
reppin' uptown, better duck down. Free my nigga, day day out the pen. Couple months now, smoke a nigga like a bust down. Smoking dumb loud, they let hit about the dog pound. Get the dough now. About a dollar, what it better be? What you bettin' me? Get the money, count it carefully. Check the pedigree, stay 100 till they bury me. Streets and marry me. It ain't finna step, hurry me. And niggas next to me. About a dollar, what it better be? What you bettin' me? Get the money, count it carefully. Cause lately I've been sinking in the sand Contraband, I need contraband To get them bands, I need hella bands I wanna take my baby overseas So she can see the world is more than cash Yes, I believe, but I'm not a believer The slavers don't tell me my God is a picture Why should I bow when I mean more than even? My life is a movie, my baby's a sequel She's coming on next while all of my people It's funny how niggas been looking at evil Like they ain't been evil and shit like that's why I ain't fucking with people Nah I just want to know my meaning, his meaning. I just want to know my sufferings leading to something. I see the signs. Tell us this war to create a divide. Feeding us lies. Look in my eyes. Close in my ride and I'm whipping through time. I just want vengeance on bitches and vengeance on niggas that told me my shit would never get me out of the trenches. I'm wild and I'm putting my time and I'm clocking it over time. I'm always running. My mama had me in the markets at 13, 6 a.m. The hustle began and I like it. I grew up with niggas run down in your shit. I ain't talking about niggas just clowning and shit. They been running your pockets and fuck up your bitch. It ain't hard in the streets if you know who you is. Big bitches are pop, I ain't got time Cause I just been counting the seconds till I'ma get mine What does it mean when you stand on the wall on a castle of lies? Fuck them with all that weak shit Old man sound like a little bitch I'm trying to hear about who you used to be And when I heard the tape I had to yeet the shit Bitch all I ever needed was my bitch Tell the truth, the rest is on the fence The Lord sent me blessings, he insists yeah. I think I see the message in the scripts Polo grounds, I'm really from the sticks So I don't give a fuck about who you with I feel like anybody can get this smoke And the same shit go for Eminem Tell the truth, I don't give a fuck either way I ain't listen to the last one anyway I don't know why everybody's so mad for what the found out I eat ass at dinner face I let the past be the past, I don't run the place All I ask is the facts, is we gonna be Every rapper that happened is stumbling the marshal Or either not rapping no more or they acting the facts though, as for him being an asshole, pretty much his business model, he been a problem. Yeah. But if we talking lyrics, minus all the gimmicks, the story's still the same when we finish. Uh, had to do this record for the Guinness, uh, had to take a second to remember. Uh, we talk about a legend in the business, but I'ma be a legend in this business. Tell Drake, can't wait till I'm in the six, cause it's gonna be a seven when I'm finished. Gave my take to him, bet he don't remember his loss cause he passed on the menace. Lesson learned, corner rise to burn, water under the bridge, far as I'm concerned. So I'ma let him live, but he gon' have his turn, cause anyone can get the smoke that's being served. Word, kicked all emotions to the curb and risked it all, another life for me would prefer. My mom probably was mortified till I had the studio book and gave her a tourist side, yeah. For a living room that's so big, I can park a Porsche side, yeah. Feel like I'm borderline rich. We almost all the way there. All I ever needed was a sign. Let me know I'm really alive. Take a step inside of my mind. It's busy, ain't it? Watch how I kill the latest. But then I am the greatest. 
then, then I aim at the back of your mane. Bullets are pissing your brain, leaving a stain on the glass. It's the real meaning the window pane. You feeling attacked? Should I attack? Should I back off? Take the AK, blow another space so you back off. I'm ready to spill innocent killer, be killed. Venom is filling the pan. Sin is my enemy to an enemy. Entering, entertaining, epitome of a human centipede. Murder this nigga for real? Literally become the sort of the earth. When I make your girl up on the street, running the gun and coming all over the beat, running all over the sheets. You ain't about that life. Cut the Achilles on Achilles. I'm about that trife. Put that crit when you walk, but your lip when you talk. You a bitch at that time of the month. Need some salt. You a shady nigga. Cuter than a set of baby sisters. I'm a hater and I hate the system. Okay, that was Max featuring my guy Mikhail, Alpha Black, and Xavier Jacobs. Scrape Squad, man. Them dudes been going crazy over the last couple of weeks. And we are back on Ben Talks. Of course, it's the best in the world, Ben Lewis and Addy of the Soboom Podcast. Oh my God, it's me. Yes, it's you. You've been my co-host for today. And what a wonderful job you've been doing. Have I? Now, be, yes, you've oh, been doing you. an absolute great job. Absolutely wonderful. I talk too much. So tell me when to shut up. Well, it's perfect because you're doing radio and, and that's the perfect place for people That's to talk true. To. You see, it's never been a good thing in my life. It's exactly. Always been, I've always gotten in trouble. You know? They've always been like, you know, Addie, she's bright, but like, she won't stop fucking talking. Yeah. Like, that's... Well, my parents still tell me to go get a real job. Uh, whatever, yeah. that, whatever that means. Mm. <laughs> but um, before we get into our next topic, man, come on out to Pine Box Rock Shop located at 92 Granton Street, right here in Bushwick on Monday, January 14th at 9 p.m., Radio Free Brooklyn is having a DJ night. That's right. You heard correctly. Your favorite RFB DJs will be spinning tracks from 9 p.m. to 11 p.m., including the best in Brooklyn-based music. And for all you cheap bastards out there, the show is free. You can just show up, walk in, and enjoy the show. Oh, really? Absolutely free. All right? And there's a lot of you who spent $10 to $15 on a shitty lunch today, <laughs> on a shitty sandwich, on a <laughs> shitty fake salad that you're not really interested in eating. But every, but everybody in your office acts like they're eating healthy and eating clean. <laughs> so you bought a salad. This sounds personal. Because <laughs> you didn't want to be judged for buying a cheeseburger. You're mad. So, hey, listen, I've worked in, a, I don't work mm. in the office anymore, but I've worked in the office and I've had a hundred people buy a salad. And I show up with the only chicken sandwich. They looking hungry too, right? And they're looking at me like, hey, well, that has gluten. Da, da, da. Oh, my <laughs> well, God. Excuse me. I'm gluten sensitive. I'm problematic too, so. Well, listen. You spend- I have a gentrified palate. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I just, gave, I just gave Ben an organic lollipop over the break. Yeah, which so. um, I'm probably going to throw away in the garbage. No, it's uh, like, no, it de- no, like dead ass. That shit tastes mad like. I, Listen, y'all, they, a, the government's been lying to us. All I'm them, do all them zebra test. cakes and honey buns. Look, I was one of them. I'm going to. Uh, there's some good hey, things. First, first of all, there's some good things out there. Don't come on, Ben Talks talking bad. Oh, shit, my phone. Is it all right? Yeah, it's fine. Okay. Don't come on, Ben Talks talking bad about honey buns because 10 seconds in the microwave, Dead. then huh, you're good to go. So, the problem with honey buns is that I learned about what trans fat was. And then well, I, I, talk- I saw how much trans fat it had in it, and I was well, just like, "Oh my god!" We're not gonna. Well, we, you see where honey buns is at. Yeah. Was it honey buns on Harvest? Look, here's campus? my thing. Was it honey buns on Harvest campus? Look, I was still eating honey buns then. I was look. I was very <laughs> ghetto at Harvard. Like, please. As you should be. As I should look. As you should be. Look, I'm the one who introduced the entire campus to who Nicki Minaj was. 
What? Yeah, I was listen. on the plane with Dwayne. <laughs> listen, shout out to Addy for not. Look, Yo, I, I'm telling you, I had no idea. Not saying that you're not smart, but it was just like you went to Harvard and you still this black. Oh, beautiful. they couldn't take that from me. That was beautiful. That I didn't have beautiful. no choice. It's the most beautiful thing I'd ever seen. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually over. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah overly that, melanated. You got a nice tan. You know, yeah. what I'm saying? I don't know. People still be. Uh, I don't know. I That's like, true. There are like. I feel like I'm right in that in between color. Yeah. Also, thanks to my mom for <laughs> being extra light skin. Thanks, mom. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but we we got the last topic, man. The government is shut down currently. It's the longest shutdown in history. We got the TSA agents. Yes. They fake calling out of work. And, and and like, Trump is really going hard for this wall. And I'm, I'm going to give my opinion about this. Just to cut down time. I feel like Trump, this, Trump has tied his entire campaign to building this wall. Mm-hmm. And he is mm-hmm. not going to stop right. until this wall is built. Because he knows the only chance he has of being reelected in 20, uh, 20, 2024, mm-hmm. 20, mm-hmm. whatever it is. 2020? Is him building this wall. Yes, correct. Because if he builds this wall, he can even campaign that the president should be elected for more than two terms and he will get it. Yeah. Because he built the wall that he promised everyone. Right. And he is, I don't know how long he plans on having the government shut down, but it's really affecting the workers. Mm -hmm. And you got TSA agents calling out sick. You got people working for free. And it's really affecting a lot of people because... Yo, I can't go to work for 40 hours a week, 50 hours a week, 60 hours a week, and not see nothing after mm-hmm. two weeks. Like, my baby need diapers. My, my kids is hungry. Mm-hmm. My bills need to be paid. I can't call Con Ed. I can't call anybody and say, yo, the government shut down. You know I ain't getting paid. Can I get an extension? Like, you're not going to get that. No. So, like... So, I'm just going to, like, circle us back to, like, what the facts are. So, here's the issue. Mm-hmm. Um... The president is requesting $2.6 billion in the budget to go to to, to be allocated towards the wall. You better call Jeff Bezos' wife. <laughs> now, statisticians, I hope I said that correctly, estimate that the you wall. It, you said it better than I ever would. Thank you. I tried. I really tried. <laughs> I really tried. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, status. Now, I can't say it again. So, <laughs> them. <laughs> They estimate that the wall could cost anywhere between eight and seventy-five billion dollars. Now, here's the problem. <laughs> what is this wall made of that is costing in the billions? I think he mentioned steel, but I don't know if that's I'm, quite... I'm pretty sure my pops built a wall in my crib and he spent <laughs> under a thousand dollars for that. So. <laughs> <laughs> now, here's the problem. So people criticize Democrats because they say that like a lot of Democrats were actually in favor of um building the wall before Trump was president. So that's actually a fact. Right. Um, but what they had in mind was something a little different. It was like, it was like um, a wall that was like, what, 700, let me see, 700 like miles long. And it was just a much smaller scale version of what he has in mind. Um, he, he essentially wants to build the Great Wall of China. De- exactly, exactly. He they, Exactly. Okay. He, it was, okay, here we go. It was 700 miles of fencing along the Southwest border, which I think is a lot different from what he's imagining. So um, what the Democrats have agreed to is uh, $1.3 billion towards uh, border security. Um, but that's obviously not enough for what this wall will actually cost. And right. so it's really just like you mentioned, a uh, ploy and a strategy for him to get reelected. Yeah. And um, I just haven't been really convinced by anybody. I have. So I have uh, I have like a family friend who is a Republican. 
crazy. The one person in my life who actually like really like goes hard for this. And um, I've, I've been really feeling like uh, what's his face, Malcolm X after Mecca these days. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. and I, I just <laughs> so I've been really entertaining shit these days yeah. and listening to people and people who I don't people who I don't agree with just to hear because I feel like this is how we got blindsided last time. The um the Tea Party, remember? They came out of nowhere. We were like, oh, yeah, them little weird, you know, racist white... Even white people were like, what the fuck is going on with these Tea Party niggas? And yeah, right. <laughs> they came out of the woodworks and elected Donald Trump, right? So yeah. I think it's in our best interest to actually realize that, like, the black conservative movement is really getting stronger. And I'm noticing that because of this person that I talked to. Yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, we were having a dis- discussions about this. I'm not convinced that this wall is going to actually do much uh, as far as, like, border security. I'm not really convinced of that. Um, but he seems to be convinced of that, and so do uh, fellow Republicans. Um, I got some fact checks on some of the things that uh, Trump said during his presidential address a few days ago. Uh-huh. Um, if you remember, Trump mentioned that the wall would be paid for by Mexico. That um, ain't happening. That's not true. <laughs> um, the wall is actually not going to be paid for by Mexico. And you, you probably to... get some Mexicans to build it, but they ain't going to pay for it. No. no. Okay, the Mexicans, <laughs> you're dead ass trying to kick out of the country. So here's my issue. I was talking to my uh, Republican uh, friend, and he was talking about how that's, oh that's the perks of going to Harvard. I don't got no Republican <laughs> friends. <That's- laughs> he does. He, uh, this is a like literally somebody I grew up with, so it's not somebody I went to. If it was somebody I went to school with, it would be no bye. But it's like somebody I like literally I known him since I was like five. Um. So and he was he was like a he was like a liberal liberal. He was like hella liberal. That's why I really want to know what was his process to yeah. getting here because I'm like. Maybe other people could arrive at your point. So I yeah. want to know what's going on. Um, but we were talking about uh, the wall and I was like, I'm not convinced that this is actually going to really do anything. Yeah. Um, he disagrees. And really, my question was the fact that, like, first of all, we need Mexican and we need illegal immigrants in this country. They are the backbone of our economy. When you think about the people. Who, yeah. When you think about <laughs> like them damn avocados that white people love and me with my gentrified palate, I'll throw myself hey, under the bus Listen. there. <laughs> I had I had a, a avocado the other day and I swear it was on steroids. Yeah, like it's delicious. <laughs> so the size of both my hands. Like, but go on. I love but avocados. The, right, the Republicans and this is the this is the narrative that he's trying to push that right. like oh well this will increase the wages uh, so that like you know other people who are struggling can have a job. First of all, no one's going to no one's going to fuck up their bottom line. No one's going to actually increase the wages of the employees in any sustainable way with they're going to figure out another way around it. They're, they're right. going to find some illegal immigrants or they're going to export or they're going to, um, they're going to like send the jobs to another country. Right. Like yeah. the, no one's going to really significantly change the price structure of what we pay for, for this produce. So like, and they already have though, funny enough, despite my reservations, um, some companies or some farmers and, some farmers have already like increased wages to like up to eleven dollars. Remember, like my like immigrant workers were like getting paid three, four dollars an hour, right, to pick the produce in the um to pick the produce in this farm. And now they've increased the wage to like eleven dollars. Like, okay, yeah. maybe that'll attract some non-immigrant workers. And that hasn't attracted them. Because guess what? We have a system of welfare in this country. So if I had to choose between a job where I have to do back breaking work in the sun picking up fucking fruit, right? Right. Sounds a lot like what? Slavery. <laughs> okay. So for eleven dollars ah, an hour yeah. or right, get paid by the fucking government for free with the right. welfare system. Exactly. There's no like the farm work is not going and they're never gonna increase that to a, a number that's going to ever justify um 
kicking out these immigrants or making it so that they don't have an opportunity to contribute to this economy. So that's how I feel about that. Yeah. Well, I mean, well said, man. Like, it, it's... I really feel like he's not going to stop. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like the government shutdown is going to go on for, like, another couple weeks. Yeah. Because he's not going to stop. And he doesn't peg me as a guy that's going to say, you know what? This ain't going nowhere. Let mm-hmm. me stop. No, he's not. Because, again, he wants to be reelected. He based the whole, like, his whole, the whole backbone of his of his campaign was, I'm going to build a wall to keep the immigrants out. Mm-hmm. So you guys will stop losing jobs. It, Never mind the fact that immigrants are coming here and they're not doing our jobs. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are becoming the doctors. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are becoming uh, our dentists, our, you know, high ranking positions. Like a lot of them are doing that with themselves. Mm-hmm. And but he based the whole backbone of his campaign on I'm going to build a wall and they're going to that's going to keep immigrants out. Right. And so he's not going to stop until that wall is built. Correct. Somehow, some way. And he really wants that to happen. So he's not going to change his mind. He's yeah. not going to stop. Like, so I'm like, yo, I really feel like as much as I hate to say this, I feel like eventually he's going to get this wall. That he wants. Well, here's the alternative. He is the only one who's in control of deciding whether or not the wall is built. So yeah. because there's federal employee, federal workers who are out of who are not getting paid, yeah. maybe they don't realize or don't really feel it right now. It's been like, what, oh, two weeks. So like, yeah, you hey, could probably man. take a two weeks loss and like. Yeah, you'll be annoyed, but you got let's that. let's talk about two months. Let's see what happens in two months because you got the that only one. person who can fix it is him, right? He's the only person who has the power, and of course, he's deflecting the blame onto like Democrats. But he is the only person who can change it. So yeah, we will see. We will Yo, see. I want to thank Addy for coming through and being my co-host for today, man. It's been an absolute pleasure. Don't 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 let this be the last time you come and be my co-host. Look, I'm, I'll be back. Listen, I'll be back. I, I hope so, man. Yo, but coming up right after me is Heron now Rachel C. She's got, yo, listen, she's got love, honey, in the building. The most powerful voice you will ever hear is from the lead singer of Love, Honey. And they will be live on Here and Now Rachel C. Do not go anywhere. Here and Now Rachel C is coming up right after this. If you log off the, the app, I will find you and I will log you back in and I will make you listen to the show because it's going to be great. Hearing out Rachel C, the most powerful voice you will ever hear. Love, honey. It's live in studio. Don't go anywhere. This is Ben Talks, the best in the world, Ben Lewis. Addy, my co-host. Hey. I will catch you all next week on Tuesday for Brooklyn Bandstand. My guest Warren Went will be in the building. Hearing out Rachel C coming up right after this. Everyone, enjoy your weekend. Stay safe and stay warm because it's windy and cold as hell out there. Bye. Catch you guys next week. Peace out.